Mamma Mia subscribers, you've been asking and we've been listening. Now you can get all of your exclusive subscriber audio on Apple Podcasts. That includes everything from bonus episodes of your favourite pods to exclusive segments to all of our audio series. To link your Mamma Mia subscription to Apple Podcasts, open the Mamma Mia Out Loud page in your Apple Podcasts app and follow the prompts or head to help.mamamia.com.au. From Mamma Mia, hi, I'm Claire Murphy. Welcome to The Quickie, getting you up to speed daily. Nearly a week on from the Melbourne Cup and the stories of all the money won and lost, the topic of gambling then seems to fall off our radar. But in pubs and clubs across the country at this very moment, there are scores of people spending hours, days, weeks, months of their lives staring at a screen, pushing a button, in the hopes that the next spin will be a winner. You're so deep in the pit of it that you don't know what to do anymore and the shame that comes with it is is enormous and all-consuming. Today, we look at the pokies, how they're geared to attract women and why the biggest addicts aren't the ones dropping the coins in the slots. Move by Mamma Mia is the exercise app for anybody, anywhere. And in case you missed it, we dropped a brand new stretching collection that can be used to improve mobility and bookend your favourite sweat sessions. Mamma Mia subscribers get unlimited access to Move, and we drop new workouts every single week. If you're on the hunt for movement that makes you feel good, head to move.mamamia.com.au and use the code MOVE10 to get $10 off a yearly subscription. A recent episode of Gruen on the ABC asked two advertising agencies to create ads on the extremes of the gambling debate. One that tried to ban the practice altogether and the other to convince people it was good for the community. Agency Collins and Partners created this one to end gambling. This is a standard Australian medical reference book and this is the chapter which lists the most highly addictive substances and one highly addictive non-substance. And this is its most addictive form. Hard drugs are illegal in every state in Australia, but not pokies. Because Australia's biggest pokey addicts are state governments. Poker machines destroy more Australian lives than hard drugs. It's time we pulled the plug on them. And they're right. State governments are the pokies' biggest addict. They rake in billions of dollars in revenue from them each year. And they count on the fact that the hotel industry employs thousands and thousands of people across their state. So while they don't want to create addicts, their reliance on the money that they bring in means they won't be doing much to phase them out either. In fact, Australians spend more per person on gambling than any other country in the world. And of the $24 billion the Australian gambling industry pocketed in 2017, $11 billion of that was fed into pokey machines, mostly by people who can least afford to lose it. One of those people was Anna Bardsley. For 10 years, she was a slave to the machines, saying the way that pokey lounges are structured makes lonely women a prime target. My life had already been quite traumatic and difficult. I have five children and two of them have died. And then the aftermath of that, of course, was quite tough on the family and my marriage was in trouble and I had been arguing a lot with my husband and one night after a particularly bad argument I thought I've just got to get out of the house and 
So I grabbed the keys in the handbag and went for a drive on a cold, wet night. And there's nothing open. You know, 10 o'clock at night, there's nothing open. I was too distressed to go visit anybody. And I drove past one of those places that I used to go to with my friends. And I remembered that it was a place where it was safe and warm and kind of happy. And so in I went. And I have to say that was the first time in my life ever that I went into a pub by myself. And that night, when I sat there, put the money in the machine, I can remember clearly now that I sat there and the machine did what I found out years later it's designed to do, which is to zone me out and take me somewhere else. I went there to get away from how agitated I was feeling and it worked. And that night was the first time I stayed longer than I meant to and the first night I spent more money than I meant to. Anna says there used to be a lot more men in these lounges, but over time, more and more women have joined the ranks and the gender split is now more 50-50. She says the lure of the lounge is more than just about winning money. I think they are designed to be safe places for women. I think they originally came out of the old ladies' lounges, which you have to be pretty old to know what the ladies' lounge at the pub was. They've turned into pokies places. And now if you go into them, of course, there's... There's probably an equal number of men and women in them, but they are a safe place for a woman to go on their own. If you went into a sports bar, you're a bit obvious if you're a woman on your own. And and older women, it's fine for older women, young women, any age group. The staff are friendly, as they should be, and nobody in the venue ever picked up that I was in trouble. FPOS limits and self-barring practices are supposed to help gamblers regulate their own habit. But as with addicts of any substance, this isn't an easy thing to self-regulate. And all the venue has to do is make sure there are gambling helpline ads around the premises. Just last week, the South Australian government voted on new gambling reform measures that would see people able to feed notes into the machines, not just coins. Something that former pokey addict and now anti-pokey campaigner Shonika Guy says is a bad move. I think the note accept is just going to make people lose money quicker. The design of the machine is what the problem is. So whether you're putting notes or coins, they're designed to addict people. So definitely note acceptors would have made it worse and it's going to make it worse for people because they're going to lose money quicker. Now that whole idea of a pokey machine being designed purely to addict people. That is why you ended up taking Crown Resorts and Aristocrat to court over that. Now, the court decided against you, but do you still feel that deep down that those machines aren't about fun, aren't about entertainment, but so much more about reeling people in and keeping them there? Yeah, well, that's what they're marketed as, aren't they? Fun and entertainment. But I'd say be very careful if you touch a machine because they're very dangerous. The machines are built with these specific design features which essentially hijacks the reward system of your brain. So it's quite normal to get hooked on the machines because that's what they're designed to do. Unfortunately, we couldn't prove that in court, but what we did prove is that what you see is not what you get with poker machines. Behind the scenes, it's a whole different ballgame. You know, people are taking their lives due to this more often than you might think. And that's what I wanted to create awareness about, is about how they were designed so people aren't under the illusion that it is a harmless little bit of fun and entertainment, because I don't think it is. 
We spoke to someone else who said that over the time that they've been gambling, they've found the numbers of women increasing, that it used to be more men than women in a pokey lounge, but now they're seeing it pretty equal 50-50. Do you think over time that women are being targeted and pulled into pokey lounges? Well, I think anyone's a target, but for me... It was somewhere that I could go and I could go by myself and, you know, I didn't have to talk to anyone and I felt comfortable. It's a place that makes you feel comfortable to be. So that's probably why a lot of women find that, you know, they can be in those places. But as we know, well, in in South Australia, there's been 30 hold-ups in pokey venues this year. So it's not a safe place. It's a dangerous place with dangerous products. And if you touch a machine, you're lucky to escape with your life as far as I'm concerned. And that might sound a little bit, you know, overboard, but from my experience and what I've seen is not the case. It's not so harmless. Uh, I think it's a massive public health issue and the state governments want us to believe that it's, it's some small percentage of people that are addicted, but it's a huge problem. It's much more than the statistics reveal. You know, work supporting gambling addicts to help them get to a place where you've been able to get yourself. But do you think that this message of gamble responsibly, which is what we're told time and time again when we come into contact with the industry, do you think that's enough? What else do we need to do to help people who can't pull themselves away from the machine? Well, I think stigma and shame is a lot to do with it. Like I said before, people are taking their own lives mainly because they're too embarrassed, they're ashamed, they're afraid of people finding out about the addiction and that's why they don't seek help in the first place because they're afraid of being judged. But what I try and educate people with is the machines are specifically designed to hijack your mind. That's quite normal to get hooked on these machines because that's what they're meant to do and that's the main reason why I stopped gambling started researching about the machines and I thought I'm not so stupid this was actually intentionally designed to do this and then I just didn't want to give them another dollar I thought nah bugger that you know they've already taken 14 years of my life away they're not taking anything more if you're having problems with pokey addiction there are places you can reach out to we'll list a whole bunch of them in our show notes but reach out to the gambling helpline first 1-800-858-858 Anna says it just took a moment of self-awareness and realisation for her to start turning it all around. The most important thing was recognising that I had a problem and that help was possible. I met other people who were in the same battle that I was in. And to give you an idea of how hard it was, I had been gambling free. So to all intents and purposes, not a gambler anymore for over two years. I hadn't put any money in a machine for over two years, but I still felt like I was on the precipice of falling back all the time. And I met some people who were in the same boat. Eventually, I told them that I, too, was a gambler because I still saw myself as a gambler. I then started to ask for help and I went to counselling. I went to groups. Um... I did art therapy, I did a therapeutic group, I did a writing group and counselling I did for years because I had to unpack why I was gambling and I have realised that a big part of it was that I had no idea how to look after myself. I used to sit in those places and say I deserve a break and think how pathetic that was at the time. But now I think back on that and I say to myself, yes, you did deserve a break, but you deserved something better than the pokies. 
Let's leave the end of today's quickie to the Whitlams, who in 1999 wrote a song that summed up pokey addiction perfectly. This episode of The Quickie was produced by Ellie Beattie, audio production by Ian Camilleri. For more episodes, head to mamamia.com.au forward slash the quickie. And if there's a new story you'd like us to look into in more depth for you, send us an email, thequickie at mamamia.com.au. 